Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Lamar Jackson has never, ever, 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 ever beaten Patrick Mahomes in his career. He is 0 for 3 against Mahomes. He is 30 and 5 against anybody else in the NFL. What do you see in this one? I will say, first of all, I really enjoyed uh, Kyle Barber on the podcast this week and the perspective because I think Baltimore's in an interesting spot because I, I did think they would be a really good team this year. I certainly think that's still possible. Obviously, we're only a week two. Um, but Monday night was concerning, not not just in a they lost way, but I mean, they they you know, they got run over a little bit by the Raiders. You know what I mean? They, they surrendered a 14-point lead. Kyle mentioned the, you know, ridiculous, like, they've won a million games when having a 14-point lead. 98 straight. Um, right. And I actually, um, I think that that does not count the playoffs um, because maybe, and maybe I'm getting this reversed, but I believe in the 2014 uh, divisional round, they had two 14-point leads over the On Patriots. the Patriots, right? right? Yes, and, you're right. And, and the Patriots came back from both of them in that same game. Um, and that was the, like, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman touchdown. So it's, these stats generally only include the regular season. But, um, I mean, it's concerning. I mean, I, Lamar on Monday night did not do a lot to silence the people who say he's just a runner. I don't believe that by any measurement, but he did not do a lot to quiet those takes. And obviously the the fumbles, and not just fumbling, but a costly fumble at the very end. I mean, both were costly, but- Two the, fumbles, the last, yeah. Right, the, the last one, obviously kind of the backbreaker. I, I would be lying if I said I wasn't concerned about Baltimore. I mean, maybe they're the team to drop off before Pittsburgh is. I mean, they've always both just kind of been in the mix. I know Baltimore's had the, the you know, loan off years, but I mean, they, they looked- if any team looked like a shell of who we expected them to be this or last week, I think it was Baltimore. And so, I mean, it's, I, I maintain, I love Pete Tweeney. I maintain that Kansas city is so fluky in some of this stuff. They, they've, I don't want to call them lucky, but they, they caught two breaks in their win over, over Cleveland. One was the muff punt, which, and, and you brought, I'm so happy you brought this up on the podcast that I don't know why, you know, he didn't punt it. You know, like, I don't, I'm like, yeah, like, just, just pick it up and kick it. I mean, you don't, you don't have to all of a sudden like turn into a hero. Uh, but then I thought Kevin Stefanski not going for it on fourth and seven on the, on the possession after that was very cowardly of him, especially after he'd really gone for things early in the game. And so, you know, the Baker pick doesn't really bother me, but so Kansas city's flawed. I mean, you know, I, I could see Baltimore like finding a zone here and, and this being a breakthrough moment for them. But right now it's really hard not to take the chiefs. Far be it for me to defend the Chiefs and or Pete Sweeney because I don't like being in this box. But I will say, like, if your argument is like, hey, look, the Chiefs aren't perfect. Like, that's a really that's not an indictment of Kansas City. That's a credit to them. It's sure. like, great. They're not perfect, but they're still really, really good. I think this game has a little bit more juice. Remember a couple years ago when Mahomes was number four on the top 100 countdown and Lamar Jackson was number one. 
And then and Mahomes throws the four touchdowns. Well, it's funny you bring this up because that year, uh, the aforementioned Pete Sweeney at Arrowhead Pride uh, had an article where he said that that they would no longer cover the NFL Top 100 <laughs> okay, because well, it was that's... so ridiculous. But go ahead. But Mahomes saw that and throws four touchdowns against the Ravens. And then remember, after the fourth one, there's that shot of him counting to four on his fingers. Now, he claims after the game he was counting the touchdown passes. Yeah, whatever, dude. I don't buy that for a second. I I think it matters to Mahomes, stuff like that, you know, sticks with people. And I think it matters to Lamar, too, although he tried to downplay that it's not him versus Mahomes. Well, it actually is, dude, like because Mahomes is going to put up 30 plus points and you got to be able to keep pace with that. And that's the big knock on Lamar is that in those type of games, he's not able to keep pace with people. So I'll be interested to see what happens. I'm rooting for Baltimore because I always want to see the Chiefs and Pete Sweeney get knocked down a peg. But I got to tell you, the three and a half points, like I'm taking Kansas City and I'm not really sweating this one out. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't normally, um, but I do agree with you in that this is Lamar versus Mahomes because Lamar needs that, right? Like Lamar needs that validation that, that comes from winning a game like that. I mean, I'd say that. I mean, the guy's got an MVP, right? So, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, he's nothing. But, um, I mean, it's 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 time you know what i mean like i i think that you know i i think ravens fans are tired of of the big bad wolf and so y- you need a statement win and i i i don't know that i 100 percent agree with blg earlier this week i definitely kind of agree though that if baltimore loses this game i understood yep. what he's saying because losing to the chiefs everybody can square and and settle in their minds but if you lose to the chiefs after you've lost to the raiders and you still got to play the Chargers. I mean, you still got to play Pittsburgh twice. You know, like all of a sudden things are getting away from you a little bit. And it and that's what playing the Chiefs can be like. It can just get away from you so quickly because of who they are. I mean, Ty- Tyreek Hill was amazing uh, on Sunday. I mean, that it was a bit fluky, but that 75-yard touchdown that kind of sent things away for them. Like that's – you can call it fluky. You can call it whatever you want. But like that's what Kansas City has is that ability to hit that like stupid, man, I can't believe we let this get away from us play. And so I don't know that Baltimore has that capability right now. The Chiefs force you to make the right decision every single time. You have to go for it on fourth down when you should go for it. You have to go for two when you should go for it. And you obviously you have to convert these and make these. Mm-hmm. But they force you to do that every single time. Because if you don't, like you said, and you exhale a little bit or you make the wrong decision, they have the capability to make you pay for it. And like I loved the quote from Mahomes when, you know, there was that meme where he's dropping back to pass and it's he's rolling out and he thinks, ah, forget it. Tyreek's got to be down there sometime. And he was asked about that. And Mahomes said, yeah. Sometimes it's like that. And it's like with the Chiefs, basically Mahomes can hit Hill no matter where he is on the field. And you just have to be ready for that. So you have to make the right decision every single time. And so far, no one's really been able to do it, especially consistently. I think you nailed it. You have to. It reminds me of, of the remember the Titan speech. You have to be perfect. Like, like you, you have to be you have to have your perfect game. And the Bucks did it right. You know, and the Raiders did it last year. You have yep. to have your perfect game. There, there are games where teams come out of their shoes and it's a it's a weird game. Right. Like and some because, you know, this. like sometimes the breaks go your way. Sometimes it's just a day where like nothing's going your way. And, and sometimes that happens against really good teams. Sometimes that happens against really bad teams. You know, but sometimes it's just a day where it, the oblong ball is not bouncing your way. You have to have the positive day and you also have to have the breaks against Kansas City which makes it tough and I think Kansas City's lowering their standard a little bit that's that's what I mean by last week like they are flawed they they can be caught that 
that mark of perfection is is a little bit diminished compared to what it, it's been at least at the height of their powers that we've seen. But I mean, it still requires an, an inordinately perfect game to, to ultimately come out on top. I'll take Kansas. I don't even know what the line is, but I'll take the Chiefs. It is Baltimore plus three and a half. Yeah, it's easy money. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.